Hey, everybody. Well, you know what? There's a lot of talk going on about what um, the upcoming World Cup qualifiers are going to uh, convey. Well, I can tell you for sure that there is going to be a lot of controversy from here on out uh, in terms of what the international calendar will look like, in terms of how the international um, tournaments will end up being like, because obviously that is one of the sticking points or one of the big problems that uh, that clubs see, a huge obstacle that clubs see in terms of um, what, what's going on with their investments. Now, this is not about siding with anyone, okay? This is about telling people exactly what's going on and give you both sides. It's not about me giving an opinion. It's about me giving you the possibility of saying, okay, I believe this or I believe that. On one end, I would definitely understand why the owners of clubs, the boards of clubs, the investors of certain clubs would not be too happy with with their players going out, okay? Uh, I think the, the best tweet or the best phrase that I heard now, and I'm going to paraphrase, like I parrot, well, it was Alex Pareja, so I'm going to paratweet, I think, if I don't, uh, there's no such thing as that word, then I take dibs on it. Uh, basically what he said was imagine you buying a Ferrari and you use it not only during the week but during weekends but your crazy uncle comes in once every other month and starts driving it and he's not insured and there's no guarantee that he might end up paying for any damages and he goes out on, on two weeks of crazy hiatus how would you feel about your car? And I would imagine that owners of clubs, investors of clubs, board members of certain clubs, feel the exact same way. I and again, I, I I can understand that because many of us actually, you know, what, let me let me not kid myself. All of us are very brave with someone else's money. We all are. We tell people how to spend it. We tell people how to invest it. We tell people how to how to save it. We tell people how to use their other people's money. Now, when it comes to ours. That's a different story, right? So I understand that, that part in terms of the Premier League. And Serie A, who just maybe you know, 30 minutes before I, I was started recording, Serie A announced that they too will end up not um, bringing in players. Now, that really kills the aspirations of some national teams. Case in point, Brazil. Case in point, Argentina. Argentina, I think, would only have nine players that would be able to come to to work a qualifying play. Well, one of them is Messi. But you have the PSG players and, and of course, players that don't play in, in England, Spain, or Italy. Still, you could line up a pretty decent team. Decent. Now that starts affecting the domestic league here because then all of a sudden those players have to be sent out. And by the way, in the case of Argentina, I'll give you that for example. And same, same thing with Brazil. Those leagues don't stop. Those leagues are not stopping for international play because of the calendar. Their respective calendars, they continue playing throughout. So you have teams that are very complicated to begin with, getting even more or having more complications because of that. Having more complications because they're going to have to maybe release a couple more players than they anticipated. Their best players, I may add. 
Why do we bring this up? Well, the, the reason I bring this up is because I understand that all of South America is is uh, going through a very tough situation, and they've mismanaged what has been this pandemic to this point still, okay? But it ends up benefiting other, others. While it does affect South America and affect South American teams, Central American teams, maybe even some teams in the Caribbean, because most of them, if not all of them, happen to be on that red list for the Premier League, for many other, many other leagues. This is why Jenny Infantino's frantically trying to find a way to be able to, to uh, get these players to be freed so they can go to the national team. He's promising other things that might not be achievable in such a short period of time, but they're, they have the potential to change the scope of how the international calendar will end up being goals in terms of future. And keep in mind, it's not just only now, it's also going to be in October, possibly in November. Start looking at March, February also, because remember, there's, there's international dates at the beginning of the year as well. So there's going to be breaks throughout the entire, throughout the end of this year and then going into next year. So there's going to be a lot of issues there as well. How is that going to continue? How is that going to progress? How are, are, are those lists going to change? Because at this point, you start looking at it, what goes on in terms of, of the entire scope of, of South American qualifiers. Especially. Well, we'll use South American qualifiers. Of course, CONCACAF, many teams. Jamaica is absolutely, absolutely decimated. That's the, that's the issue with, 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 with those types of teams. Jamaica, if, they're, if they end up starting out slow, especially in six matches, I mean, keep in mind, these national teams are losing six, they're losing some of these players for three, possibly six matches because we don't know what's going to happen in October, of course. I'm just going to say start with three. Three matches, nine points, can determine you going or not going to a World Cup. That's a problem. I, I understand that there's a lot of de- diplomatic issues. There's a lot of sanitary issues. There's a lot of um, ministry issues. I, I understand all of that. And it's really complex. And it's very mucky. And it's very political. And, and it, it's going to get that way. And I completely understand it. But you could also start saying, hey, you know what? Because some people say, well, it's because it's three matches. No, it's not because it's three matches. It's because of the health risk that they are. And, and I completely understand that part, too. So, I mean, you, you can't totally be against one thing and totally be in favor of the other. You just can't because of the situation, because of everything that's going on. Because it's not just, well, we don't want to let you go because we just don't feel like it. No, we don't want to let you go because, okay, we don't feel like it. But we don't feel like it because you're going to be gone two weeks. In addition to that, you come back to the country, you're going to have to have 10 days quarantine. So, on top of missing time with us practicing, you're going to be missing matches in the process. Which means that you're going to be ha- being quarantined, which means you can't fully be trained during that period of time, which means that you're going to lose your form and you're going to have to build right back up and you're susceptible to injuries. And let's say what happens if you get injured and what happens if you get injured. If, and if you don't get injured, then you're going to have to get back in shape quickly and be able to get ready. Oh, and I, by the way, three weeks later, you're gone back again. That has a lot to do with it. I mean, I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible. Not, not that you don't understand. It's just that we're trying to put everything on the table so everybody understands what's going on. It's not just, hey, I don't feel like sending you because whatever. It's a lot of other things. It's, it's the list. It's, it's 
the risk that the players are, risk, are, are running, it's a lot of those things. So I completely understand. But I also completely understand, you know, Kumbabo, who were promised a bunch of things, who were, who were told a bunch of things, who have been working towards a bunch of things, and they were able to comply with it. They start a World Cup qualifying play. They're behind on World Cup qualifying play. If they miss one more window, they're going to have to start looking at reformatting the entire tournament at this point. And that's something that's not going to keep many people happy with Alejandro Dominguez, with Gianni Infantino, with many of the prime characters in this particular soap opera. I, I truly hope that, that everything's fine. And I, you know, I'd like to see World Cup qualifying play. But, you know, these, these players are, are just absolutely fried. And keep in mind that it's not like Europe where, where they're, you know, they fly in two, three hours, three at most, and, and they go back. No, it's, it's, it's a, let's say from England to Brazil is like, I think like around a 10-hour flight, 10, 11-hour flight. And on top of that, they go in, they get to their, they go to Rio or they stop at Rio. They take about an hour and a half drive to go to, or two-hour drive to go to Ganja Kumari, which is the complex where Brazil trains. Then also they take that drive back, they get on a plane and they have to go and travel twice within South America. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's a four or five hour flight, depending on which side you go. And then you have to fly back another 10 hours to, let's say, England. Now, if it's a Spain, it's like 13. If you go to Italy, it's like 13 and a half, 14 hours, depending on where you're at. And even Argentina is a little bit longer. So start looking at those. Not only that, you have to go seven time zones, five, six, seven time zones, depending on where you play. So keep that in mind as well. So, so there's a great deal of strain that's going on. And we, we, we kind of forget that, too. Oh, yeah, you know, they can't play. No, no, the players are going through a great deal of strain. Okay, fine. They're not flying in coach like we are. You know, they're mostly flying in first class. Lionel Messi's flying in his own plane. Okay, I get that. There's a different nutrition pattern. There's a different recovery pattern. All those are the things that they can invest in if they're smart enough. But keep in mind the ultimate issue, which is being susceptible to, go, to turn positive for coronavirus. It's, it's already happened, ladies and gentlemen. It's already happened with the Uruguayan national team last year. Remember that massive outbreak that they had within their camp. When you saw photos of them in Colombia and they're drinking mate together and having, you know, a barbecue in, in, their, in their concentration, in, in their not concentration camp, I mean, translating it directly from Spanish to English. In, in English, it doesn't sound too good, but... But you get the idea from their from their camp to to where they're at in in, in Barranquilla right before they took the flight to go back to Uruguay. So when you start looking at all those pieces coming together, you're like, oh, wait a second. There's a problem here. OK, now we can take it to the other. And, and that one wasn't even on purpose. And that one wasn't even as bad as the one that happened right before Copa America or Venezuela, where they had 15, 16 players that were, that turned up positive, but that's on their account. That's on their own negligence because they let family, friends, personalities, Instagram influencers, anyone that was anyone or anyone that was literally a human being <laughs> to even make it more of a broad spectrum. It wasn't anyone who's anyone. It's anyone that was an actual human being that was within the vicinity that went there, went there. And, and they were taking pictures with their family, with their friends and anyone else that happened to be around in Caracas. Now, 
If it's like that, then I'm definitely not going to let my, my players go. If I have an FA that's been that, that incompetent or incapable of being able to, to control the reins in a bubble, then yeah, I, I completely agree with, 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 with the FA, with the English FA, with, with Serie A, with teams in La Liga that don't want to do... I would completely agree. Comp- keep, keep that in, in mind. I'm not against having players, but you also understand and see which, who, who are the people you're dealing with on the other end. And you start saying, you know what? Maybe it's not such a good idea that my player goes there. I completely get it. Now, there's certain national teams that have more responsibility, that have better logistics, that have better worked these types of things out, and they've been able to do a better job of it. I, I give Venezuela as the most extreme case. And it, it doesn't even take something like that, to be quite honest with you. It just takes, you know, one person that you cross with, you know, one poorly washed cup that somebody just happened to use that happened to be asymptomatic. It, it just takes that. So it's, it's, it's not just only, you know, complete and utter negligence. It just takes, you know, one little detail that was overlooked. That That's plain and simple. So... When I say this, keep in mind what I'm actually saying is I understand all sides involved. And that's the worst part about it. Each and every one of these sides has a point. The problem is it's a very complex issue. And nobody, and I mean nobody, has really wanted to tackle it head on. Because it's all about who has been the one or how is this going to benefit me and only me? How is this going to work for me and only me? And that's been the problem. How is it going to help the Premier League and only the Premier League? How is it going to help Serie A and only the Serie A? How is it going to help La Liga and only La Liga? And that's been the big problem because they've only been thinking about one thing and one thing themselves or one thing itself. They've only thought about themselves. Don't sound familiar, right? Kind of a reflection of how we've been handling the pandemic as a society. So I received, and I'm going to be answering one question right now for everyone in terms of my um, questions that are asked. And please send them as much as you can. I will be more than happy to to um, to answer them. And I, I look forward to it. This one comes from my, my good friend over in India, Marcos Mergulau. Just... The guy's the real deal, man. He, he, he's the best. I mean, when it comes to Indian football, he's the best. So that's all I can say about him. <laughs> I think I think I said maybe maybe I'm saying he he's the best and probably it's not enough. Uh, Corella Blasters ends up getting uh, Jorge Pereira Diaz. Uh, it, it's on a, on a loan. Keep in mind that he signed a contract just for this year. His contract was going to expire in December. And his playing time has been rather limited. So you end up, you know, in, in, instead of not having him playing, might as well put him on loan. And, of course, he ends up going to to Corella Blasters. And what Corella Blasters end up getting is a player that can play on three fronts. He can play as, on the wing, regardless, right wing, left wing. 
He can play out wide. He can play in the middle. He can play as a center forward. He can play as a number nine. He can play as a second number nine, depending, you know, if, if you're playing with two forwards, if you're playing with, with three up top, or if you're playing a four, two, three, one, any, any type of variation, you can move him around and he can produce. He has been able to produce quite a bit and it would be interesting to see him in, 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 in India. I think, like I said, he's not going to be... Uh, now, if, if, you're, if you're expecting me to say he's the, the next great player to come to Indian football, I think I'd be lying to you. Uh, he, he's a very good player, yes. He's a very skilled player, yes. He can do many things, yes. But he's not the type of player that you're going to to try and get and all of a sudden he's going to be setting the world on fire he's that player that can give you that little extra bit of quality yes he is that type of player that can be very important in in certain aspects of play in certain phases of play offensively that that can work out i can buy that he can score goals he has in the past he hasn't he hasn't scored many in recent months so keep that in mind and to be quite honest there there's a there's a reason for that case in point he's not a number one goal scorer at this stage of his career maybe he's one that can provide a bit more that can open a bit more that can create off the dribble a bit more he can do that now, I'm not saying that he's not a goal scorer. He can score goals, but he's not a goal scorer, if, 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 if you understand me correctly, if you understand me properly. Um, I truly look forward to seeing him there. I truly look forward to seeing what he can do. And again, he's been very up and down in terms of where he's gone. He's, he's had good moments he's had not so good moments throughout his career and it's quite apparent when you start looking at well he did very well here he ends up going somewhere else and it doesn't work out he ends up going somewhere does great ends up going somewhere else not so great it's exactly that throughout his career and it's and it's been quite interesting to see i mean he's a a person that will be able to adapt to indian culture maybe um easier than some others he might be one that embraces the culture even to a certain extent because of his experiences in the past because of what he's been where he has played not that not that i mean he's he's played in different places where he where he's been able to embrace and, and truly be a major player now as i said before what does that mean what does that mean at this stage of his career at 31 where he truly hasn't been a tremendous contributor in terms of you know putting up numbers maybe that's where you start to see him take a back back seat and maybe you start seeing him just be that player that dribbles that creates inside that final third again like i said he's he's a player that that to me is quite an interesting get to me is quite a player that that can kind of offer something different and i look forward to seeing what he's what he's been capable of doing or what he can do okay especially seeing what he did when he ended up going over 
you know, when you start to see him over in various leagues, like in Mexico, when you saw him at Leon, you thought he was going to do well. He did well in, in Bolivia. You know, when, when he was, you know, in, in the Super League over in Malaysia with, you know, with Johor Darul Tazim. Yeah, he, he ended up being one of the more, you know, exciting players in that league. So he can offer you that. He, like I said, he's been able to go into Asia and play. So he understands what it entails to a similar extent. So that's where I, I believe that you're, you're going to see a player that can make a difference on the team. Not that he is going to be one of the stars. I hope that he becomes one of the stars of the team and, you know, he ends up doing very well over there. But if you ask me, my opinion is that he is going to be a difference maker in the team. But he's not going to be one of those players that say, wow, the, in, the league in India is just amazing because of this player. No, the team that he's playing for is that much better because he made the difference and put them over the hump. All right, I hope that I answered the question as best as possible. Again, keep sending me questions. I'll be more than happy to continue answering them as best as possible. Or if not, I'll find someone that can. All right, talk to you soon. It's been a pleasure. Ciao.